Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I'm Francesca, your host with two Christmas trees, three wreaths, two garlands and a partridge in a fucking pear tree. I have gone all out this Christmas and I know what you're going to say. It's not Christmas, it's November. But you know what? Hate all you like. Hate all you fucking like. Like I'm sure my neighbours are. I'm living my best life. I don't know why. I'm just living my best life. I was just like, you know what? I want to put my tree up. I want one of my trees to be completely pink. And I'm living my best goddamn life. I'm going to put some pictures of my Christmas trees on my Instagram because I am a basic bitch that enjoys shit like that. So if you want to go and say that, I'm at Francesca Amber. I'll probably just put them on there or at French, uh, no, what's the other one? At Law of Attraction Changed My Life. But I probably won't put them on that one because it's a little bit off topic, you know? People get a bit funny about shit like that. But yeah, one of my trees is completely pink and I'm living for it. Because do you know what? Do you remember? I can't remember whether I said it on here or my Patreon, but it was like a good two years ago now. It would have been last Christmas. No, not last Christmas, the Christmas before. I bought a... See, now I'm not remembering. I don't remember when it was, but basically I bought a pink decoration as a token item. Have I done an episode about the importance of buying a token item yet? I'm not sure if I have. 
but it's one of my favorite things to do to manifest and I bought this little flamingo in a in a glass ball like a snow globe essentially that hangs on a tree it's fucking horrendous and that was like either to manifest having baby girls I can't remember if it was because I think that was at the point where I thought I was having two bloody boys or it was to manifest my kitchen extension because I was like, I just want to have like this pink tree in my kitchen and celebrate the fact that I have all girls. I can't fucking remember what it was now, but let's just say whichever one it was, they've both come true and I'm living my best goddamn pink tree life. If you don't have a pink Christmas tree in your life, I'd highly recommend it. I only got the decorations from, let me tell you, the range, home sense, home bargains, fucking love home bargains and B&M. All those places. Oh, and Sainsbury's, but they're expensive as fuck. And it looks glorious. Like I said, I'm going to put pictures on my Instagram. Go and check it out. Anyway, this is not a Christmas decorating pod. This is Law of Attraction Changed My Life. And today I want to talk about how micro wins lead to macro wins. Now you might be thinking, what the fuck? Do you have a goal that is so big that it paralyzes you? that you just end up taking no action because it just, it it overwhelms you. Because I know I do. I find that one of the most common problems is I will end up doing everything else on my to-do list apart from the one thing that's going to change my goddamn life because I'm put off by the enormity of it. Now, if this is you, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. I really, and for a long time now, have wanted to run a course. It's something I've wanted to do. I obviously run my book club, which I fucking love, but it's very much the book club. Let me explain it to you. It's like a cult. It's like a cult. It's like a lifestyle. It's like a secret society. And it is very involved. We have WhatsApp groups. We have a Facebook group. We basically, our periods have all synced up to each other. Even the guys in there, like we've all synced up by the power of the moon because we are living this journey together. And it's kind of it's kind of an everyday thing. Like we're, we're on it, on this journey and it's, it's pretty intense and it's pretty powerful, but it's not for everyone. Now there's some people that'll be like, I just want to learn more about the law of attraction and I just want to do like a basic course or it might be a course to do something specific, like, um, manifest your first business or love or whatever it might be. And I know that I could definitely help people to achieve certain things. Like it's something that I'm good at. I know that I could do it. But the thought of putting together a course and putting it out there fucking terrified me. And I ended up just procrastinating, procrastinating, procrastinating. And that's where the book that we are reading this month, Abundance Now by Lisa Nichols comes in. And she talks about um, breaking down your goals into smaller things. And actually, she's not the first person to say this. Tony Robbins famously has this great sort of formula for any big goal. He says, you don't have to figure out how to get there. You just need to figure out what are the next three things I need to do? Because guess what? Once you've completed those three things, the next three things will become apparent. And then once you've completed those next three things, the next three things will become apparent. So break down your goal. Break it down into sizable chunks, maybe little milestones of this is like halfway through. Okay, so where is quarter of the way through? Really break that shit down. Use timelines, use whatever means you need to do to be able to break this down to be easily digestible for you. If you find yourself looking at your new list and it still confuses you into inaction or it still scares you, guess what? You haven't broken it down enough, bitch. You need to break that shit down even further. We did a book this year called Atomic Habits, and it was one of the most incredible books I've ever read for changing habits and for, well, your habits are basically your life, right? 
what is the the saying? What is the saying? Habits are the atoms of your life or something like that. I don't know, but it was incredible. It's like basically what you do every day and the quality of your habits determine the quality of your life. And the thing that struck me about that book was he encouraged us to develop habits and changes that were so small. I mean, hence the title of the book, right? Atomic Habits, they're the size of a fucking atom. So small that you'd think this will make no difference in my life. This will make no bearing on my life. But of course, if you look at a trajectory of if you're becoming 1% unhealthier every day, if you're becoming 1% lazier every day, if you're becoming 1% poorer every day, that trajectory, it's not going to take that long until you are at the bottom. But likewise, if you increase your health, your wealth, your sleep quality, your uh, exercise, your whatever it might be, by just 1% a day, it doesn't take long for you to be, I think it's a year it takes for you to be 36 times better than when you started. And I absolutely love that book because he made the goals and the, and the, and the changes so small that you couldn't find an excuse not to do them. And so that's what I would urge you with this goal. Now, there's a difference between procrastinating and doing positive procrastination and just being like, oh, I'm going to do some wishy-washy research that never actually gets you anywhere. No, we don't want to do that. We want to take positive steps towards your goal that are actually going to be not only inspired action, but also make radical change. But we can break it down into super small steps. So like I said to you, an example for me is I would really like to start providing courses for people. I even want to do events. I actually wasn't going to say this to you guys because I don't want to like say something and then it doesn't happen. But I'm really thinking about putting on a couple of events sort of between Christmas and New Year or maybe just throughout January. Um, basically, it will be goal planning for the year. And I'm fucking excited about it because it's one of my favorite things to do. I have a whole ritual, a whole process on New Year's Eve that I do. And I want to basically do it with you guys. And I think one thing that I manage to do every year, which fucking astounds myself, to be honest, is if I set out to achieve something, come hell or high water, I, I tend to achieve it. And I know that so many people make goals at the beginning of the year or they make resolutions. And at the end of the year, you see those people on Facebook. You see that girl that you went to school with that has 500 children now. And she's like, oh, it's another shit year for me. Me and Dan had another shit year. Sorry if this is triggering for anyone, but you know who you are. And I hope next year will be a better year. No, do you know what? It's not going to be another fucking better year. It's because that is your mindset. That's your mentality. The end of every fucking year. I wish I could screenshot it every year and then send you a collage of all of your posts every year. So what a shit year. This happened, that happened. Instead of counting the bad things that happened to you, how about count your fucking blessings, eh? Eh? But anyway, you can't really say that, can you, on Facebook? Well, maybe I should start. But maybe I'll just send them the link to this podcast. But you know those people that they reach the end of the year and they haven't achieved it. And actually, sometimes us with the best will in the world, we really try to reach our goals. But you know, a year's a long time. Shit gets lost, you get distracted. And unless you have a real structure in place over the quarters and the and the months, those goals are just going to slide away. Now, I looked back on, to my, on my um goal list for last year, last Christmas that I wrote out, and I always do this in between Christmas and New Year. And I wrote that, sorry, am I getting off track here? This isn't what we're talking about, it is. Oh, sorry, we'll just carry on with this for a second. But I wanted to buy a new car that was big enough for all my children. 
I wanted to have an extension and I wanted to start monetizing the podcast and actually like have it be my job. And I wanted to get rid of my salon. Those were the four big things. And guess what, bitches? I've done all of them. I don't say this to brag. I don't say it to be like a New Year's goal overachiever. I say it because I am a lazy motherfucker. I am lazier than all of you. I can guarantee it. I procrastinate. I spend time polishing my hobtop. If you're American, that's like the top of your cooker. Don't think I'm talking about polishing my tits or anything, but I waste time. Also have young children. So there's a lot of time just wasted, not wasted. That sounds awful, but you know, just having to be on the floor, like just sitting there because if you move, everyone gets upset. And I've still managed to achieve all of these things. And it's not because I'm amazing. It's because I've got these strategies in place and I want to share this shit with you. So let me know if you'd be interested in that and your location. Um, Maybe DM me. Yes, that would be the best way. DM me on my Instagram and we'll see what we can't put together. But anyway, what we were talking about is... um, (laughs) Just a little bit sidetracked. It's because I'm so excited about it. Um, Oh, and I just looked and the time then was 11.11. So that was serendipitous or whatever the word is. Um, I really want to start doing courses, right? Oh, yeah, that's why we started talking about that. And the enormity of it was forcing me into inaction. I would procrastinate on it. I would end up doing anything but working on that. Even though I know that that is the next step, I have this whole chart on the inside of my kitchen cupboard that is where I want my career to go. There's all the different aspects of it, all the different uh, lanes I want to go down. And that was one of the first ones I wanted to do. And yet here I was not doing it. And so the first thing I realized was, well, you're going to need a website, okay? You're going to need a goddamn website. I don't know how I've gone so long without having one, but it is being rectified. My friend Lauren is making one for me and it's going to be wonderful and it should hopefully be ready very, very soon. Um, If it's ready now, I'm just going to put that link down below. So have a little look if it's there. Surprise. Um, Then, so I did that. I put that into action about a month ago because I knew that that was one thing that I would need to be done. The next thing I realized was I have never done an online course. That's a lie. I have done one, actually. I did um, a course in the psychology of happiness with Harvard University or something like that. And it was a free course from Coursera. And I didn't actually end up completing it. And actually something that I found really interesting um because I have signed up to the Amanda Francis one, £1,111. No, I'm not going to complain about the cost because it is going to be good for my life and money is just an energy and whatever I spend will be replaced and all that jazz. But it did hit me in the heart for like two seconds. But she said something really interesting, which was people who pay, pay attention. And I was like, fuck me. Is that not so true? When I took that free course, I just kind of gave up halfway through. I did it with five friends and I think one person managed to go all the way through. But the difference is if you're paying for something, you will actually value that shit, that information. You will value that information and you will make sure that you actually do it. And I think that's what works so well with the book club. I think that if I was just doing it on YouTube for free or something, I don't think people would stick with it. But when you pay for something, you're like, okay, 
Am I in this or am I out of it? Come on, we've got to do it. So that was the first thing I realized is that I've never done an online course. I have to actually experience what an online course is like. And my word, it was not what I was expecting. I thought that I was going to have to be doing absolutely polished videos. I was going to have to get like my DSLR out. I was going to have to fucking do my depth of field so my background's all fuzzy. This bitch is literally sitting backlit against a window. Then halfway through, she decides to open the patio door and all you can hear is the crashing fucking ocean. You can barely, honestly, the quality. I'm not hating on our girl, Amanda Francis, okay? I'm not. But I'm saying the quality was wild, okay? But I'm only one video in, so I'm not going to judge it too soon. And actually, it has been helpful already. But what she said about that, people who pay, pay attention, it made so much sense to me. So that was the first thing I had to, sorry, that was the second thing I had to do was actually go ahead and make that commitment and pay for a course and do one because that's like me saying, oh, I'd like to um, start writing a newspaper. I'd like to create a newspaper and yet I've never read a newspaper. It don't make no sense. And then the third thing I had to do was um, in order to host my videos privately, I needed to log back into my YouTube. Hands up if you used to watch my old YouTube. Please don't go and Google it. It's fucking horrendous. I actually was thinking I need to make some of those videos private because <laughs> because I don't think they're that great. Okay. But I did look back on my old YouTube channel that I used to update every week and it's got like 21,000 subscribers on there, but I can't fucking log in because I've not logged into it for years and I can't remember what what it's fucking called. So anyway, that's a whole drama. But see, that's just a little step that I've got to do is like logging back into my YouTube account. Like it's not a big thing, but it's something that needs to be done to get me closer to that goal. Now, once I've achieved all three of those things, I've done the first two, I've just got to do the YouTube thing. Then will come the next three things. It will become really apparent what the next three things I need to do. And the great thing about this is once you are in action, that's when the fucking magic happens, baby. That's when the magic happens. You need to be in action. It's only when you are in action. That is when the resources, the opportunities, the people, everything that you need to reach your goal is going to suddenly start showing up in your life. And that's when you need to be open to receiving. Remember, this is a three-step process. Whenever you're making a goal, ask, believe, receive. You have to be open to receiving opportunities. Now, I'm just going to say on a side note, there are a couple of friends in my life who they will come and say to me, I'm so sick with my job. I hate my job. It's so boring. It's such long hours. It's this, that and the other. It doesn't give them any freedom, whatever it might be. Now, there is a saying for this. There's a name for this thing and I can't remember what it's called now, which is not very profesh. Hold on. No, I can't find the name of it. Apologies. Um, But it is basically wanting something amazing without putting in the effort. So you just want an instant, like you see somebody with something and you think, oh, I want that. But you're not willing to put in the work. Now, these two particular friends that have said that they really hate their job, they really hate this, they really hate that. I'm thinking of one in particular. I said to them, why don't you start spray tanning? Oh, no, 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 I don't want to do that. I want to be an interior designer. I thought, fuck, you know, for somebody with no qualifications, no experience, nothing, being an interior designer, that is a really, that's a tough gig to get into. Like, that's a tough thing. And I think sometimes people look at what they want and they think that they have to be there straight away. And the reality is, is that's not the case. 
when I quit my job, that was my goal in life was to quit my job, my number one fucking goal. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. Being a spray tanner was not my dream career. It wasn't in full alignment with who I was. It wasn't, oh my God, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. But it was the gateway drug to being where I am now, to finally having a fulfilling career that I absolutely love. And at the time, I really appreciated it and I really enjoyed it and I made the most of it. And when I said to this person, I said, you can make £130 an hour spray tanning, right? Why would you not do that? You can do it from home. You can do this, you can do that. You can do it whatever hours you want. You can do it around your job. No, not interested. And I've said this to a few people. I've suggested a few things to a few people that are small steps towards realizing their goals, realizing their dream life. And they've not been willing to do, you know, it might be that you don't want to be a spray tan. That's fine. You don't want to see naked people on the daily. I get you. I've seen some sites that will burn into my eyes forever. But what I'm trying to say here is, When you are visualizing your dream life and where you want to go, realize that you won't go from one to 100 in one step. It's not one big win that's going to get you there. It's lots of little tiny wins every day. It's things that you do repeatedly on a daily basis. Those are the things that are going to get you to where you want to be. So as much when I do release this course, I'd love to say, take this course and it's going to change your life. Doing one seminar, doing one course, having one healthy meal, doing one workout, that's not going to change your life. It's going to be a small incremental change, a small step that you do every single day and you do repeatedly. If you look at Olympians, if you look at athletes, if you look at uh, famous business people, if you look at actors, they've never had one big break. I don't know about you, are you always surprised when you see like in magazines and stuff, they'll be like, here are 10 films that Kate Winslet was in before Titanic. I mean, I'm going back quite a way here, but you're always like, oh my God, I thought she was just a breakout star in Titanic. And it's like, no, she's been in the Heathers. She's been in this. She's been in that. Like she's been, no, it wasn't the Heathers, was it? It's the Heathers one where it's the two girls that go crazy and they like kill loads of people or they kill the family. Oh, I don't remember. But my point is, is that there's no one big break. Stop looking for your one big break. There's going to be lots of little wins before you get to your big win. When I look at my life now, I would say, despite the lockdown, despite the incredible number of under fives I've got in my house. (laughs) I would still say I'm living my best goddamn life. But when you look at that day, nothing about it is particularly extraordinary or insane. So I'll wake up in the morning 
and I wake up with all three of my daughters. They're, they're all like physically on me. There ain't no other way to wake up. They don't leave me alone. And that's fine. I love it. In the morning, everyone's generally in a good mood. They all kind of play together. It's fucking delightful. We have a really healthy breakfast. We have, we're in a really good routine of having fruit and porridge that I no longer make in a microwave. That was a small atomic habit that I changed. I used to make porridge in the microwave and now I don't. I do it on a hob and that's just a small change I made. Um, then I might go and meet my friends in the village. I might go and meet some friends that have got children the same age as mine and we have that commonality and the children get on and we just enjoy our local area. Then I might see some family. I'm incredibly lucky to live close to my family now. Then later on when the children are asleep, I might record a podcast. Every Tuesday I record a podcast with my friends in America and Australia and it's amazing how we're on all different continents but we feel so close together when we're doing that. And then I might get a Deliveroo or watch Netflix in my house that feels so safe and comforting and I love it and I look around and I love the decor. Now, all of those things on their own, going and seeing my mum, waking up with my daughters, meeting a friend in the village, recording a podcast, dinner in my house, like getting Deliveroo. None of those things are, whoa, that's fucking amazing. I've had the best ever. But as a cumulative effect, all of those things together, the fact that I don't have to be anywhere at any certain time. I don't have a boss breathing down my neck saying, you've got to be at work at 9am. I don't have to get out for nobody. Well, apart from my children. You know, I'm doing a job that I love. I'm living in a house that I love. I'm in an area that I love. I'm surrounded by friends and family. Like all these little things, which by the way, are all things that I've nurtured and made an effort to try and achieve. They all come together and form this incredible life, this incredible life that I love to live. And so basically what I'm trying to say is stop looking for the fucking big things and realize it is all the small things. Now, on top of this, remember that what gets celebrated gets repeated. So when you make these small wins, so basically we are breaking down our big goals into sizable chunks. Now we're breaking it down into little milestones, things that when we achieve it, we can actually take a step back and be like, yes, I've fucking come this far. This is incredible. Let's celebrate. Because if you wait until the end of a massive project to celebrate, you might never get there because you lose steam. You run out of motivation. You get burnt out. And so it's important to celebrate the milestones along the way. My sister and I do this. We go to Frankie and Benny's every time I hit a new 10,000 subscribers on Instagram. I don't know why we do it, but Honestly, she actually owes me for like the last three because we've not been since I hit 30,000 and I'm now at like 63. I ain't mad about it, but I'm also mad about it. So make sure you do something where you're celebrating with other people, where you're actually acknowledging your achievement, where you do something that you will enjoy to really sort of re-energize you, but also to show the universe that you are thankful for what is showing up in your life. And like I said, what gets celebrated gets repeated. It's a very strong energy to put out into the universe to be like, oh my God, I reached this point. I'm so fucking thankful. And I'd also think about this. Sorry, I feel like I'm I'm freestyling a lot today, like I'm going off course, but I don't know what's happening. I've not had much sleep. But I think about this with my housing situation. I bought like a one bedroom flat above a pub back in 2008. And I remember my, my friend was like, this is the most disgusting flat ever. And like, it was gross. The old man that lived there before me was fucking gross. It hadn't been cleaned in years. I don't know if I've told you the story about the dead pigeon in my water tank, but yeah, that was a thing. Basically, I was bathing with a dead pigeon for about two years. 
<laughs> shit was grimy, man. Shit was grimy, but I never, ever complained. I considered myself the richest fucking girl in town because I didn't know any other of my friends that had bought a flat in London. Like I didn't know anyone. And it didn't matter to me that it was like shitty and in like a shitty building. Like it just didn't matter to me. And then over the years, I've managed to make it a really beautiful apartment that I'm now really proud of and I love it. And in fact, the area as well, like I love the area. I love everything about it. And then the same with this house. Like I bought the cheapest house in this village because I just needed to get to this village before my daughter started school. It's a long story. And I wasn't particularly proud of this house when I bought it. It was fucking horrible, (laughs) to put it lightly. But I remember being so, so proud that my daughter had a bedroom because after living in London for like a year and a half and us sharing a room, which was fine because, I mean, we still fucking share a bed now at times. Like to be able to give her her own bedroom with all of her toys and it not having to have all her toys hidden away every time an Airbnb person came, but like actually just having a space that was hers. And it was also the biggest bedroom in the house because I fucking love her. Um... That was incredible. And I was so proud of that. And all of these things might seem like really small things, you know, like buying a little one bedroom flat above a pub. Like most people wouldn't be like, whoa, this is fucking amazing. And then the same with like, you know, buying the cheapest house in a village. Like there's literally no house in my village (laughs) as cheap as mine. But actually, like I was really proud of the fact that she had a bedroom. And then now I'm looking at a situation where I'm really hoping that in two to three years time, I am going to buy my dream house. I know I am. And it's whether I keep this house and manage to rent it out, in which case I'll then be a single parent, a single income household with three properties. And please don't just think it's like since doing podcasting, because, you know, I hadn't been making any, the podcast was like a a twinkle in my eye when I bought my second property as a single parent. So this isn't from doing this podcast. It's from doing the law of attraction. This is what I'm always trying to fucking tell you is it's not me. I'm a fucking divvy. I didn't go to university. Like I said, I'm lazy as fuck. This is the law of attraction. This is what I'm trying to tell you. But yeah, I'm looking at being a single parent with going on three properties, a flat in London, a nice little rental house in my village that I can keep an eye on, and then my dream home. Now, I didn't get disheartened at any point along the way that I was buying a shitty little house or a little one-bedroom flat. I didn't ever get disheartened. I knew it was always going to be a part of a bigger plan. I'm also very aware that I may be a property hoarder because that would be the third house I've bought, but I've never sold one. (laughs) Do I just keep them every time? Like, no, 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 I won't sell it. I'll just keep it. Um, But yeah, so that's what I kind of, and again, I feel like I have to do a disclaimer if people are like, oh, okay, it's all right for you. It pisses me off when people say it's all right for you because like I said, as a single parent family, like I came from a single parent family. I didn't go to university. I've worked since the age of 12 and I know it makes me sound like a fucking chimney sweep in Victorian times, but I have worked since the age of 12 and I've worked hard, but this is truly, it is down to the law of attraction. This is what I'm telling you. Okay. And it's all been little wins along the way. And it will eventually, when I turn the key of that dream house, that's going to be my big win, baby but I won't have got there without celebrating all my small wins. So basically celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. Whether you have hired a bookkeeper, whether you have eventually hired a space to work from, if you've set up your website, whatever it might be, you might have hired your first member of staff. I don't know. Make sure you celebrate it. Make sure you celebrate it. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope that it's all made sense. Honestly, I feel like I say this at the end of every episode, but I'm like, has that made any sense or have I just rambled 
for 28 minutes. We will find out when it's released. I'm sure you will not be shy in telling me if it's been a pile of shit. Um, by the way, thank you so, so much for all of your reviews. Lord have mercy. If you want to go and have a look at my reviews, <laughs> that might be how you want to spend your time. I don't know. The reviews you guys give are out of this world. It's not like you just said, oh, great podcast. Thanks. Five stars. Like you give testimonies that are insane. And I keep meaning to go on Canva and like put them all as like nice, pretty pictures and put them on my Instagram. But oh, it takes so long. See, I need to I need to outsource this to someone. I need someone to do this. Um, but yes, they are incredible, incredible, incredible. Thank you so much for all of your reviews. And if you haven't left a review yet, please do. Please do the Lord's work and come and leave me a review. Um, I've got some exciting news to tell you. Guess what today is? It's Black Friday, bitches. And I've decided to make the gratitude necklaces a third off for today only, 24 hours only, depending on what time I'm awake so I can change the settings on the website. But it should be 24 hours only. If I forget and I leave it up for five days, don't take the piss, please. Well, you can. That's my fault if I do that. But no, I'm intending to make it for 24 hours only. So from midnight on Friday, the 20 whatever it is, 5th, Black Friday, until midnight, 24 hours later, all gratitude necklaces are going to be 22-22 rather than 33-33. And guess what? You still get a free official podcast tote bag. So don't say I never give you nothing. Also, um, yes, you still get a free tote bag, a free gift with all of the gratitude necklaces and the manifestation candles as well. Uh, my friend John has told me that we also have 15% off of our Australian candles. That's just for Australia only. Sorry, bitches in the rest of the world, but it's not for you. It's for our Aussie bitches living their best lives. Um, what else do I have to tell you? <laughs> for some reason, we've got a particular candle called um, 2022 is going to be the best year of my life. You guys have gone insane for that particular candle and it, yeah, it's just selling like mad. So thank you so much to everybody who's ordered. Um, and just to let you know again that we start a new book on the 1st of December. If you want to join us, we are doing Thank and Grow Rich by Pam Grout. It is a 30-day manifesting process, a gratitude process. It's going to change your life. It's going to change mine. <laughs> I'm very, very excited about it. Pam Grout is an author that I've not read any of her books before and I'm very excited to start it. It's our last book of the year. Um, but anyway, I think that's all I've got to tell you. Um, check out my Instagram. I'm going to put pictures of my Christmas trees on there because I'm a basic bitch. Uh, join the book club if you want on the 1st of December. We are doing Pam Grout, Thank and Grow Rich. Black Friday, there's a third off of gratitude necklaces. If you are looking for a Christmas gift or you want it as a Christmas gift, it's a lovely gift because it's all gift wrapped and it has a tote bag with it. So it's a nice little gift. There you go. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. That could be someone dumb. Um, and that's it. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. I'll see you later. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it. And I value it. 
And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter and you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go, or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches, don't try it, then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below.